This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Mets reporter Anthony DeComo. And Anthony, the Mets so far taking care of business here down the stretch. They get two of three from the Cardinals. That's a series we talked about last week being kind of a last stand type series. They did what they had to do. Then two of three from the Phillies. And now they take game one from the Marlins, kind of steal it from the Marlins uh to open up a huge series with Miami. So now they're even with the Marlins in the standings, two and a half back of the Cardinals. I mean, they're right there in that wild card race, and you look at Monday night's game, and you kind of got a feel. It almost felt like 2015 all over again. Yoenis Cespedes comes through with a huge hit in extra innings, and the Mets walk off. I mean, that had to give this whole clubhouse, the whole team, a great vibe heading into the rest of the series. Yeah, and that's what Ioannis Cespedes has been to this Mets team. He, he's, he's been like the, you know, in case of emergency, break glass and take out <laughs> Cespedes. Um, you know, I wouldn't say he's had the most consistent season, only because he, he's been interrupted so many times by these little nagging injuries. Um, and more recently, the quad injury that put him on the, on the disabled list that, uh, you know, affected him probably longer than, than it should have and is still affecting him. Uh, so there's been starts and stops for you on a Cespedes, but he really just has this knack for when the Mets need him most, when no one else is hitting, when no one else is getting the job done, he steps up and he does it. And it's become almost predictable, the things that he does late in games. Uh, this is three or four times now where he's pretty much single-handedly won them a game. And, you know, he's the one guy in this offense you could really say without you on a Cespedes, this team wouldn't be sniffing a playoff spot right now he, he's been everything to them so uh, i think they realize that and i think you know like you said these are huge games i think they know that too and i think there's also a little bit of looking ahead is once they get past the marlins here and uh the nationals this weekend and go back out on the road uh, it's pretty smooth sailing for the mets the rest of the way schedule wise uh you know they've got a couple of games down the stretch uh, you know they go back to washington but other than that, I mean, they're facing the Braves, the Twins, the Reds, uh, teams that they're really supposed to beat. And if they can just stay close this week, if they can uh, keep doing essentially what they've done since they got back from the West Coast and went to St. Louis and, like you said, one, two, three there, I, I think they feel like, you know, the lineup's getting healthy enough and really the rotation is, is what's um in question right now but i think they feel like if they can keep it together and keep this thing from falling apart completely and coming off the rails uh, they're gonna have a real chance going down the stretch with that easy easy schedule talk about how important cespedes is to this team and how he has to be in the lineup so how do you kind of factor that in and be careful to make sure that those quads stay healthy because those are things that can act up how does terry collins play that game of making sure he keeps him healthy but somehow always has him in the lineup when he needs to 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a daily thing where, where they're talking about it. And, and again, this is a quad injury now that's, that's bothered Cespedes since just before the All-Star break. And, uh, you know, if the, all, all said and done and if the Mets don't make the playoffs this year, uh, I think you can point to the one thing they might have mismanaged most would be this injury. Uh, you know, they could have put him on, on the disabled list way back in mid-July and had him miss nine games and be back after the break. And instead he played through it, and he was obviously hurt. In retrospect, he was clearly hurt. Uh, he was not productive at all for three weeks and wound up going on the disabled list anyways for another two weeks. And uh, essentially wound up costing them five, six weeks of, of UNSS, but it's production uh, in their attempt to keep him on the field. But he's mostly healthy now, and we've also reached a point in the season now where, you know, A, rosters are expanding uh, this week. So the Mets are going to have other people here. Michael Conforto will be up. Brandon Nimmo will be up. They'll have other bodies here to spell Ioannis Cespedes every once in a while if he needs that. Um, and, B, it's also crunch time in the sense that these guys with nagging injuries are, are going to make a little more of an effort to get out there on the field and be there when they can, even if that's 80%, 90%. You know, the Mets are playing with quite a few players who are still banged up. There's Dribble Cabrera and Neil Walker. Uh, Cespedes would be in that category as well. And, uh, you know, we're past the point where it's like, okay, you can sit out for two, three weeks, go on the disabled list and be back. No, two, three weeks, the Mets might be out of it. So I think there's a little bit more of an urgency for some of these guys, Cespedes included, that if they feel like they can play, uh, they're going to be out there. But the Mets do need to be smart smart about it. I think Terry Collins needs to be smart about it, Uh, have these open lines of communication like he's tried to do all year with Cespedes and others. And if they can't go – be honest about it, and because it's much better to miss one game here than to wind up missing six, seven, eight, and really the bulk of the rest of the season at this point. One of the real keys to this nice run has been um, starting pitching coming from guys that aren't supposed to be starting baseball games right now. Seth Lugo has given the team two solid starts, and then on Monday night, Rafael Montero, the I don't know if I'm going to call him a hero, but five scoreless. Now he walked six batters, so he wasn't lights out or anything like that, but he only gave up two hits. Certainly a much better version of Montero than we saw earlier in the season. Plus, you put all the pressure on it of a big game and Jose Fernandez starting for the other team. That's a huge five innings from Montero. Yeah, absolutely it is. And he gave the Mets what they needed. He took took the long way to get there, uh, but at the end of the day, he did give the Mets what they needed and you know they've gotten lucky to be honest with some of these guys who have come up with uh, Seth Lugo who is never much of a prospect uh, he's been great and he will continue uh, to be in the rotation at least for the time being uh, Robert Gesellman has pitched pretty well the times that he's been called upon and he should be a part of the bullpen down the stretch here um, but these aren't the guys like you said who are supposed to be pitching games for the Mets in a pennant race in September and they know that and they also know that if they keep running them out there every five days, uh, you know, they're going to get beat eventually because that's what happens. So uh, I think more than ever, um, Jacob deGrom, who missed the start because his mechanics were out of whack and the Mets felt he might be a little tired. Well, he's coming back on Friday, and his presence is just so, so important to this team. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, who had been kind of, eh, for about six weeks, uh, has come back with two really good starts in a row. If he can get back to being the Noah Syndergaard that we saw in April and May, that is ultra, ultra important for the team. Steven Matz coming off the disabled list, how important is he as a guy who's been pitching through injury and uh, really has been inconsistent for a lot of the second half of the season? And, of course, 
Bartolo Colon has, has been his steady self, and the Mets need him to be his steady self. Uh, you know, it's a fun story to see Seth Lugo and Robert Gesellman and Rafael Montero go out there, but if these are the guys who are pitching games for the Mets in the second half of September uh, while they're trying to win this thing, it, it might not turn out as well for the Mets as, as it has in the past. I think they're walking a bit of a tightrope here, and this is a time when they really, really need their horses. They need DeGrom. They need Syndergaard, Cologne, and Mats, and, and if those guys are pitching and pitching well, they're probably going to make it. If they're not, you know, they're probably not going to make it. They need the bats, too. Obviously, Neil Walker needs to be healthy, and Estrubal Cabrera now coming off a week where he was National League Player of the Week. Uh, hit was 12 for 22, three homers, eight RBIs. Now the left knee flaring up again. Uh, is this just going to be another situation where it's day-to-day with Cabrera and you just got to monitor it and it's something that could kind of bother him the rest of the way? He's just going to play through it? Yeah, I think at this point, you know, regardless of what anyone says about, about the situation, I think it's clear that uh, this has bothered Ishubal Cabrera for really this entire season. He initially injured the knee in spring training and, and has had it flare up four or five times now over the course of the summer. So this is not an injury that's going away. Uh, it's going to be a matter of, of, of managing it, of treatment on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, you saw Monday, Israel Cabrera was well enough to pinch hit, but not well enough to start. Um, and that's how it's going to be. The Mets have been fortunate that, like you said, Israel Cabrera has been really, really productive when it's been able to get on the field. And the Mets could certainly use him. Um, but they're also lucky in the respect that they have a little bit of depth. Now, uh, Jose, Re- Jose Reyes gives them a lot of flexibility and is playing pretty well himself. I think uh, he scared a lot of people with, with his slide into home plate, his topple into home plate, I should say, on Monday night um, when it looked for a second there as if he might be injured too, but he wound up being fine. And the fact that Jose Reyes can play shortstop and has proven now that he can play third base as well gives the Mets a little bit of flexibility. Uh, if the injury to Cabrera lingers, um, it gives them a little bit of depth, and I think that's important. Um, but, you know, you can say it up and down the roster. The Mets just need these guys to be healthy. Uh, they really need Neil Walker, who is also hot, uh, to be healthy. And his injury seems to be a little more serious uh, than Cabrera's has been. And, and, of course, like we said before, they need Cespedes. So uh, it's going to be a matter, uh, a matter of managing all of these injuries down the stretch for the Mets. And I, I think they're really looking forward, as much as any team, uh, to September 1st when they can get some of these reinforcements back in flushing. Stay healthy and then beat up on the teams that you're supposed to in September. Sounds like something hopefully the Mets can get done. That's going to do it for this edition of MLB Extras, our Mets edition. For Anthony DeComo, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.